Yo, yo, what up, y'all? Mogul's in the making another episode. What we on? 28? I'm by myself today, y'all. So y'all know y'all got the real king in the building, man. Don't really drop them gems on y'all, really. And uh, I hope y'all, I hope y'all prepared, man. I hope y'all listening. Hope y'all go get your pen, go get your notepad, go get your notes and your iPhone, whatever you need. Because uh, this is going to be about entrepreneurship. And it's going to be specifically about how entrepreneurs work. Right? Um, now, this episode is going to be about what I learned from hanging out with David Shands and Johnny uh, from Rich and Unemployed. I was out there about, by the time y'all see this, is going to be about maybe two months ago. I went out to Dallas. And uh, I'm going to share a few things, man, that uh, I really learned that, you know, sunk into me. Because, you know, you, you can know something and then you can, you can, you can, like, the light bulb goes off, right? For example, I can know that I need to go to the gym, right? I know that logically. But it's something emotionally, something in my life happens where mentally, emotionally, something, there's a click somewhere where I make that more of a priority. Why? I knew that information already, right? But why is it such, like like what changed, right? And for a lot of people, it's different reasons. So going down to Dallas, I didn't... Um, there wasn't a lot of stuff that I learned per se that was different than I already knew, but it was certain things that confirmed what I already knew, if that makes sense. I hope y'all following me. So, um, I mean, we're going to hop kind of, you know, straight into it, right? Uh, but before I get into, you know, David Shands and Richard Unemployed, um, as far as us inside of our business, uh, we just hired two people last week. Uh, we become an unbottlenecked. Is that even a word? Unbottlenecked? I have no fucking clue. But that's what we're becoming. And um, our guy came in last week. We hired him. He's doing a $22,000 deal in his first week. And, um, man, it's just, uh, it just shows you how uh, you have a lot of limiting beliefs. Man, business... And limiting beliefs go hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might be like, oh, I can't fill in the blank. You know, I can't hire people because I don't know how to hire people. But really figuring out the process to hire people is really not that that difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you don't know how to do it doesn't mean that, you know, it should scare you away from doing it, um, you know, or scare you away from, you know, taking a back seat and letting other people, you know, blossom and be better at the road than even you would bring different ideas that you never had. So he's in there, he's on the phones, he's our new disposition manager. Uh, and he's responsible with helping, you know, a lot of our JV deals go through. So for any given month, Tyrone and I make about 20 to 30,000 right now from all of our JV opportunities and, you know, yeah, from all of our JV opportunities. But we're hiring somebody, and that's what Tyrone and I are doing at very part-time, right? Because we got this podcast, 
We got our real estate community. We have acquisitions. We have meetings with our employees. We have this with our property management. We have a couple flip fix and flips going on. We have events that we got it's coming up July 19th. Make sure that you're there. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of shit going on, right? So you need to have people that you can delegate stuff to and find that right person, right? But once you, you, I knew that, but once we did it and I seen the fruit of it happen, I'm like, this, I sh we should have did this a long time ago. Long time ago, right? And that's a lot of the stuff I want to speak to you guys about today. It's really, it's a lot of mindset. It's a lot of having your mind be open. Just have your mind be open from what you already know. Have your mind be open from what you think you already, you know, I already know that. Cool, I'm going to skip past that part. Nah, like listen to it. And the more you listen, sometimes you listen to the same thing over and over and you get a different answer or it hits you differently. So let's hop into it. Meeting with David Shans and Richard Unemployed, man. Out in Dallas, man. First, let me tell you about the the beautiful thing of relationships. Um, I have uh, a family member out in Dallas. I'm going to keep it disclosed because I don't know if they really want y'all to know, uh, you know, their whereabouts and things like that. But I got a, a, a family and a friend, a, a family friend that live out in Dallas. And, uh, you know, this was a last minute decision. Let me tell you how my mom processed this. I went to David Shan's page and I'm just scrolling, checking out his podcast, seeing what they do. And then um, I'm like, who, who, who else? Who else page do I like or who else got a, you know, pretty big following that's catching some traction? Richard Unemployed, let me go there. I seen him 500 on there. Let me go on there. Go scrolling on it. I see Johnny and David Shans doing like this little boxing match thing, right? Like they about to face off. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is this? So I go and I dive deep and I go to the, uh, the Lincoln Bayou and I see that they go into Dallas and they're going to Dallas that same weekend. Mind you, I see this maybe on a Thursday or Friday, maybe. And the, the event was that Sunday. So I was thinking about it and I'm like, what am I thinking so hard for? Let me go. Let me just take a trip, go down there. If the podcast is going to be something that we really want to dive into, we really want to put all of our eggs in this basket. We really want to grow. Why not go and learn from people who's way farther ahead than where I'm at? Even if it's a little bit uncomfortable, I got to go travel to get this. Right. So I look at the different packages. Right. They got an online version, which I could have did twenty five dollars or whatever it was. In-person version was ninety nine dollars, I think. And then they had, you could meet and greet with an hour before where you can get some of your questions answered uh, was $197. And then they had the dinner afterwards, which was $500. So I'm like, any event that I go to, if I can, I'm going to pay for the whole thing because that's part of it. Me, when I know I get in the room, I can do the rest for me. Um, I'm sociable, I'm charismatic, I'm confident. Um I I can I can relate to people, you know, especially if I if I like the type of 
Uh, you know, if I'm investing in things like that, it's usually people that's similar to me or got a similar type of uh, swag or even thought process, you know, like I do, right? And so I'm like, cool, let me get the 500. Go out there to Dallas. And when I went out there to Dallas, I had a family friend that stayed in Dallas and they weren't at their house. So I was like, hey, let me stay at the house for a little bit just for the weekend, for 48 hours. It was like, you got it. You need the whip too? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Let me get the whip. Got the whip. So, and as I know, I'm using all the points. <laughs> I'm using all the points. Chase, American Express, Navy Federal, hey, Capital One. God damn it, I'm using all of it. So <laughs> I use my points to get the flight for free. I had a relationship that was in Dallas that allowed me to, to stay at their place. And I paid $500 to get in the right rooms and the right seats where I needed to be. So what I want y'all to see is that how over time you continue to focus your time and your energy on relationships that is more powerful than actually money is. It's more powerful than money is. For me to be able to get up and do that move I didn't pay anything besides $500 versus saying I got to pay a flight. I got to pay for a Dallas and, and, and a place to stay. And, you know, I got to pay the $500, right? And now could I have done it? Absolutely. And would I has, have still done it? Yes. And for those of you out there, if you can do it and it's not stretchy, you ain't going to break you, still do it. If I had to pay for it, fucking Airbnb, I would have did it and still went. That's not an excuse. I'm just saying that over time, the more you focus on relationships, the more you put yourself in position, the easier it is to maneuver around life. And you don't have to. It becomes easier. Right. It becomes easier. It was an easy decision. It wasn't that hard for me to say, huh, do I want to pay five hundred dollars and, and get all this game that I know I can get? Wasn't hard at all. So now hold on, y'all. Let me put my uh, timer up. So I'll make sure I'm not going over too, too much. So hopefully that makes sense, right? Does that make sense? Like think in relationships, don't think in money. And when I got, when I got down there, the first thing that I realized was that, uh, we walked in, we walked into the space and it was like a, it was like a, a studio, studio lights everywhere. They got a stage sound is incredible. It was dope. Right. And I'm meeting other different entrepreneurs there. Right. Some of them got a podcast. Some of them don't. Some of them live in Dallas and they just came out to support and wanted to network with like minded people. So when I get there the first hour, right, like I told you, all we got an hour before and we in there and we networking. And I'm speaking to all the other people there and they're like, hey, you know, I do Turo. I do Airbnb. I do this. I do that. I'm doing business credit. I'm doing business funding. I got this T-shirt company. I got this. I got that. And the energy that was in the room. Everything else I'm going to tell you is a bonus. The energy that was in the room from the people that I met outside of David and outside of Johnny was worth the $500. Why? Because when they say, hey, I'm going to come to a place and the brands that they've built, those type of people are going to be there, right, that you're actually going to connect with. Now I may be on this other person's podcast. They may come on my podcast. They may 
give me some shirts. I may teach them about real estate. They may get in our real estate community. Who knows how things that line up? But it's so much more opportunity when you go to a place and you actually sit and you network and move around the room with other individuals that's there, not just the people that's putting it on. You know, the money is in the room. And it's not all the time for the people who's hosting it. The money's in the room. So first thing that I notice, number one, write this down, is be authentic. Be authentic. So let me explain, right? Be authentic means that um, who you are today and who you want to be may be two different people, right? But it's the same person. It's still you, right? Like I may not be going to the gym and all that stuff today, but I know the the, the better version of myself is a fit individual. It's still me but I look different. I got a different confidence. I got a different swag, right? And what they both talked about, because they got both different brands, Johnny B. Wiley, talking about girls and, and, and uh, you know, he's, he's still giving a lot of value, though. He's speaking to men. He's kind of uh, on the Kevin Samuels uh, train, right? But just in, in our generation with a little bit more swag, younger, not, you know what I'm saying, uh, older, older, not your uncle. He like, you know what I'm saying, it's my homie, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that's his type of brand, right? Uh, swag, uh, you know what I'm saying? Seductive, sensational, <laughs> uh, all of that, right, is 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 what he on. He on that future tip mixed with, uh, you know, uh, all of that, right? He just got a lot of sauce in there or whatever way of stuff and real controversial. David, on the other hand, is very authentic, kind of like this, right, just raw, it feels like you're in the room with me, like you're talking to me, right? You're hearing my thoughts just come through the mic. Um, so I think they they both are authentic in who they are, right? That doesn't mean that you're that all the time, but it means, hey, what do I want to identify? Who am I and what do I want to identify out to the public, right? So some people get caught up in, right? For example, Johnny was speaking about Um, fake, not faking it till you make it, but it kind of had a little bit of that in there, right? As far as the person who you want to become, start to be that noun on camera, even if you can't do it in every way, right? If I know that my brand is getting fresh and all that type of stuff, maybe I can't get designer brand, but I come on here with, you know, just, just more, 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 more sauce, you know what I'm saying? To just t-shirt and regular pants, Right. It all depends on who you want to create. But first, you got to come up with that vision and create. Who do you want to be? What is your perception? What does your brand stand for? You have to stand for something. If you're too in the middle, you're not on the left. You're not on the right. You, you, you blend in. You don't stand out. And standing out is what gets you attention. Standing out is what is the reason why people want to buy or work with you. Right. The reason people go and eat at Chick-fil-A is because of it's not because of the food you know what I'm saying it's because they say my pleasure it's because their fast service their customer service is because they're closed on Sunday um, same thing with Starbucks they know your name when you go in I'm, I'm choosing a lot of service 
you know, companies, but it, it doesn't matter. You you know what that company or that brand or that personal brand stands for, right? They have a thing about them. That's what allows them to grow significantly. If you just are like everybody else, what's making you stand out? What do you believe in? Who are you? Are you accepting of everything? Do you got any boundaries? Do you, you know, the same thing that you would do in your life, put it into your business. If you're a black entrepreneur, let people know that this is a black company, you know, minority company. Everybody that works here is black employees. That's what we stand on. Will everybody agree with that? No, they won't. But will enough agree with it where you can feed your family and make a legacy and, and, and all of that stuff? Absolutely. That's just one example. It doesn't matter what it is. Choose and figure out who you want to be, right? So be authentic. Both of their messages are very different, right? As I already explained from Johnny from and David Shands. Um, so now another uh, important thing about being authentic is you want to combine two things together. Being authentic, right, is who I want to be, is who my perception is, but I also need to know who my audience is. I need to know who my audience is. So I need to figure out a way of strategically being able to put them together like this, right? So my audience, I need to know who my audience is. For us, my audience is a black entrepreneur that came up not from uh, the best situations, that struggle with, you know, uh, survival's remorse, that struggle with, um, you know, not having, you know, a dad in their life, not, um, knowing that even real estate is even possible, not coming from a wealthy situation, um, coming from an inner city, you know, loving sports and thinking that sports is the only way out or, you know, doing, um, you know, different things like that. And that that's who my audience is. That's who my audience is. It's people probably between, um, you know, 35 and, and, and 25, you know, give or take. That's my audience right there. People that's, a little bit outside of college, but that's trying to figure out and say, okay, cool. I'm really starting to make a career now. What do I really want to do? Oh, damn, I'm really fucked up. Maybe I need to go to therapy or, uh, you know, all these different things, right, that that we go through as black men, you know, in a black society, right? I'm speaking to women as well, too. Uh, but it's, it's more from people who come from those environments that uh, haven't really been dealt the best hand, but you got to play the hand that you dealt. So that audience... What does that audience do? What does that audience think about? What is that? Where does that audience go? Where does that? What what music does that audience listen to? What shows do they watch? Right. Now I'm putting that into my messaging, because that is me. So it's not being fake. I'm not saying okay. Let me look at this group of people and let me dissect everything that they do, and I start to put it in my message and it sound cool. This is who I am. I'm just revealing more of who I am. The people who I'm speaking to, for me, is people that kind of look like me right pretty much the, the the audience that you have right and who you are needs to combine into two for you to have a powerful message for that message to be able to resonate with people and they feel like hey this person is talking directly to me that is strategic that's not just um i'm coming on here and i'm just speaking right it, it partly it is but it is some thought that you need to put into it, right? So be authentic and know who your audience is. That's that's kind of number one. Those kind of go hand in hand. Number two, I'm going to tell you all this. 
Wealthy people don't hang around broke people. They don't. I'm not saying they ain't got broke people in their family. I ain't saying that they got broke people that could be, you know, day ones right by them that they, that they love and that they cherish. But successful people, they don't hang around broke people. They all hang around people who are like them. They all want to be the dumbest person in the room. It's such a different environment from when I go to some of my homies' crib where I pull up at a barbecue and the conversations that's having there to when I go to Dallas and I link up with people who's doing millions of dollars in the conversation that they're having. It's not about the money necessarily that they have in their account. It's about how they work. What are they thinking about? What habits do they really have? How did they get to where they really got? Um, they don't hang around broke people. They don't. That's a fact. If they're super successful, I guarantee you they may have one or two broke friends that, you know, keep them grounded, that's there. Besides that, they have people that's doing better than them or on their level, period. So what does that mean for most of us is that it's, we're going to experience some pain trimming the fat off. If you got way more broke friends that you're hanging around and people that's on your level or above your level, you're not growing, really. You know, you may be growing from listening to podcasts and reading, but getting around people on a day to being able to see how a person works, how their mind works in reality. What decisions are they making? Hey, look, man, when they say, hey, I'm going on a diet, I'm going on a juice cleanse, like T, he said, hey, I'm going on a juice cleanse. We'll still go out, you know, we'll go to the bar. I'll give me a shot of tequila, reposado, uh, Casamigos, you know, Don Julio, Patron, whatever. You know, y'all see me uh, put my little Spanish accent in there. I think I'm Spanish now or something. But uh, T like, nah, I can't do it. I'm on a juice cleanse. Not this week. <laughs> so even in the midst of environment where he can be like, you know what, fuck it. You know, oh, get a drink, I'm going to get a drink too. That's a decision that he made and he's sticking to it because he want to see that through for him and his life. And for me, if he said, nah, fuck it, I'm like, hey, hey, T, you said you was doing a juice clean this week. Nah, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm keeping him accountable to what he said that he was going to do. People, when you hang around broke people, that that that's non-existent. People don't like accountability. People don't like to even share, hey, this is what I'm doing. I want to go on a juice cleanse, but when are you really going to do it? <laughs> You've been saying that shit all year. This goes for all of us. I do certain things like this. I'm not excluded from this category. It's a working process. It's a mindset. It's not overnight, but it's a mindset. And it's going to be painful. It's going to be painful to cut people off and trim the fat and get away from certain environments that you're just so used to going to. And it's going to be uncomfortable to get around people that you, you know, you may be like, oh, man, they too busy for me. Or, oh, man, I don't want to feel like I'm bugging them. Or I don't want to feel like, you 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 know, they, they're on a higher level than me. I don't want to. Honestly, 
successful people encourage that. If they see you hungry and you want to get around them so bad, they're going to encourage that because they love that energy. They love that spirit. They may look at you and be like, dang, he ain't got nearly as much as I got, but he way hungrier than I am. That motivates me seeing somebody that's hungrier than me. You know what I'm saying? So they all hang around similar type of people. So let me tell you about this dinner, right? So we pulled up to the dinner. And I'm just thinking it's going to be, you know, me, Chance, Johnny, and, you know, a, a few of us. It was only five of us that chose the $500 ticket. And we go out to dinner. But when we went out to dinner, there was probably 10 other people that pulled up that was millionaires, multimillionaires. It was a guy that did $43 million in grants. It was a guy that had um, did uh, $28 million in um and um, acquisitions with, with buying and selling companies. It was a guy who did uh, $17 million last year with uh, residential home health care. It was another guy that did business funding and credit and stuff like that that's been on, you know, million dollars worth of game, that's been on, um, uh, you know, Johnny's podcast, has been on David Shan's podcast, has been out here that's, that's doing his thing. So some of you guys uh, may know, I, and I forget some of their names too, right, because we was all just connected and all just collabing and all just feeding off of each other, you know? And um, it was exchanging information, exchanging ideas. We, t we sitting there, we talking about ideas and it was so fulfilling. It was so fulfilling for people to ha talk about their dreams or ideas or where they want to go or how they want to fix this or what problem they got in. Can you solve this? And can, can we work together? Hey, can y'all do that right now? Can you set that up? Let me, my bad man, let me put that in my phone so I I'll make sure my assistant get it. That's happening during the whole dinner. We ain't talking about like, damn, you see uh, Shirley come in with them busted ass shoes on. We didn't even know who came in and who came out. We were so engaged in our conversation. And it's about 15 to 15 or so people at this dinner table. And um, that was a surprise to me, right? Just by paying that ticket, now I got access to 10, 12 different entrepreneurs that's doing different specialized things that has nothing to do with what I do that I'm making work with. I can use some business credit. I can clean my credit. I'm in, you know, real estate, but am I doing residential assistant living? No. Did I make $17 million last year doing that? No. Do I know somebody who does it now and I got a connection because I paid that ticket and got there? I do. That's what I'm explaining. The The relationships, you need to pay to, to put yourself in rooms where relationships are at. Because now I can contact that person. Maybe it's not a deep relationship yet, but he knows me, right? We actually had an interaction. We talked, you know, for whatever, 15, 20 minutes. And now when I shoot him a message or when I call him, now he, he'll probably answer my call. Right now, I'm saying, hey, man, you know, with the residential stuff, kind of gave me up on that. He's going to be able to give me all the years of experience that he's done went through. And I'm going to get that shit in 30 minutes. How valuable is that? You can't put a money tag on that. You're going to say, hey, oh, this is what you want to do. I got a person that can get you right through. You put your paperwork in here. Boom, you'll be set up in 30 days. If I did that shit myself, that shit would probably take me a year. You know what I'm saying? So. That's another thing that I figured out is that all the people that was at the dinner table that we were sitting down with, 
they were all doing different things. They were all specialized. And this is where a problem where I feel like I have. Because in my city, in my market, uh, we real estate uh, heavy, focused. And a lot of my network is that. It's realtors, it's real estate investors, it's multifamily people, it's loan officers, it's this, it's that. And hooping, right? Or sports in general, right? Just growing up, being around my brother, obviously T hooped and stuff like that. I tried to hoop, didn't really work out. But regardless of the, the, the fact, just here in the city, I know a lot of people that play sports, right? That's my, you know, outlet and things like that, you know, as well. Um, so, but not stopping there, right? Not stopping where you're comfortable at, right? Getting out and getting into different fields, right? It's doctors, it's dentists, it's other people, um, you know, that share similar like-minded things that you need relationships with, right? It's smart for me to say, okay, cool. Health is super important. Maybe I need relationships with people. It, it was a trainer, I think, that was there, right? Um, it just even to pick their brain. How do you do nutrition? Uh, what what What's this about your body? What's that? Relationships? Oh, I keep saying it over and over again. And we say that alone this podcast, period. But the thing is, it's it's it is the only shortcut. You use money to put yourself in front of relationships, to deepen those relationships, to get more opportunities, to get money. And then you repeat the cycle. So you get money, you use money to put yourself in situations to get relationships, you use your communication, your strengths, whatever, to deepen relationships, whatever that looks like for you. You deepen relationships, you cherish those relationships, you do what you say you're gonna do, you keep your word. From, from deepening relationships, more opportunities come, from more opportunities coming, you make more money. Damn, that shit, fire. That shit, hard. I hope y'all got that, man. Like, really, I want y'all to really dissect and think about that. That you use the money that you get, your excess money. How can I, how can I position myself to get better relationships? Should I pay for this? Should I pay for that? No, I'm not gonna pay for that because I'm gonna buy the, the new Louis that just came out. Why? You already got six fucking Louis belts. You know what I'm saying, or whatever the case is. Uh, after you start making money, you got to you gotta start to dissect it and say, hey, here's my pot where I'm going to just spend on relationships. Getting, finding, attracting relationships. I got to pay to get in the room. I got to pay for a relationship. You know, indirectly, I got to pay to get there. I had to pay to get to Dallas. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't be having this podcast and telling y'all all the stuff that I met from working with Johnny and David. So me and David, we sitting right next to each other, right? And we eating. And I said, David, you smart, bro. You super smart. You know, um, we was already in a conversation. This went random. I didn't just say this out the blue. We was already in a conversation, right? Where we talking about analytics. He talking about podcasts. He saying numbers. I'm like, David, you, you, you hella smart, bro. And I feel like we kind of similar, like, you know, just our energy, how we move in, in, uh, just kind of our mannerisms, I guess, a little bit. So we kind of, we clicked, you know, already. And we sit next to each other. And I'm like, you you, you hella smart, bro. I, you know, because what you did is you took a platform and you said, hey, I'm going to be the host of this platform. And I'm going to invite people onto my podcast. 
that I want to be friends with, that I want to build a relationship with, that I want to do business with. I'm going to interview them. I'm a deeper relationship on the podcast. And then after that, now I got your phone number. Now I got your email. Now I'm in your contact. Now I'm getting invited to, you know, your birthday party and stuff like that. Right. Or now when I see you out, we really dapping it up. We chopping it up. We going to get coffee. We going to get food. You know, I get the chance to meet your wife. You meet my family, whatever. Now we start to really build a relationship, a bind. So now when something comes up on my side or your side, if we add value to each other and it makes sense, then it makes sense. We're able to move forward and do business. I don't need to know everything. I just need to have a platform where people can come. Now I get brand deals. Now I get opportunities, you know, with speaking. Now I get opportunities to be in rooms that I never would have been in. Now I get more business opportunities. Now I get, you know, people to help me in a lot of different ways because it's not just business opportunities. If I know Adam, right, my videographer right here that's filming a podcast right now, and I know that, um, you know, he's been doing this successful, right, and I buy a new fucking camera, and I'm like, hey, Adam, how the fuck do you work this shit? In five minutes, he's going to be able to tell me exactly how to work it without me not being able to work it. That's the power of relationships, right? You don't need to know everything. You just need to know who to go to to get what you want. And I use him. He used me. We use each other, right? That's what it's about. So not only do you find, not only do you get the relationship off of uh, uh, that person, but their network as well. So, right, I may have a chef or I may have a driver. Adam may say, hey, Omar, you know, um, I'm I'm trying to go to the gym. You know, I, I need a trainer. I want a, a, a food regimen or whatever. And I'm like, hey, here you are, man. You know, uh, check out my trainer. You know, check out my nanny. Check out my whatever. Right. So it's not just the person that you get the access to. It's their network that they have the access to as well. This go way beyond money. This is what we're talking about in the room, y'all. I'm telling y'all. This is what we're talking about. I know I may be rambling. It's it's a podcast by myself, but this, hopefully this is not going over your head, man. This is what we're talking about. This is what multimillionaire people, under they understand this, whether they say it or they don't. I'm giving you the game and I'm trying to break it down in a very uh, elementary way so that you're able to understand it and process it and think about it in a different way. Because it's not just about how hard can I work and I got my business, I'm going to work on it, boom, 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 boom. You might meet somebody that's been doing what you're doing and they 10 years into the game and they can give you a couple different tweaks and your business take off. You never would have found that though because you're not focusing on relationships. Focusing on relationships is not part of a priority to you. I'm being honest. That's how mom and pop shops are, you know, 30 years and they still making the same income that they've been making, you know, for the first you know, couple years that they've been in business, you know, that's great. That's wonderful. But if they have a void and they look back on their life and say, man, why, why did my business that it's cool that I've been able to do what I love, that I didn't have to have another job that I, you know, was able to build this business and be a staple in the community. But, you know, I didn't grow. I didn't really get to the level that I wanted to get at. Why? I can almost guarantee you, almost guarantee you that it goes back to relationships. I didn't do enough for that. I didn't understand that. I didn't think that that was important. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. And I'm glad because I'm only, what, four years in, man, and I'm understanding this at a whole different level. And by the time, man, I'm in the game 15, 20 years, man, I should be on a goddamn helicopter or a yacht somewhere eating goddamn grapes and watermelon and, and, and Fiji water and uh and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So... 
um, they all went with people that had specialized knowledge. I kind of went over that, but you know, so they, they all are going at people that they have their network of people in their own industry, but they are strategically putting dinners, putting things together that people that are in different industries than them so that they can pick each other's brain so that they can help each other. And that's how you really go faster. That's how, you know, Atlanta's hot right now. They doing that with music. They doing that with TV. They doing that in business. Atlanta has become the new L.A., the new New York. Everything is popping down there. Why? Because they are able to do this. They say, hey, I know this one thing. I don't know what you know. You don't know what I know. How can we bring that together? You don't know real estate. I don't know credit. But if we bring real, I know people need credit to get a house. I know people should have real estate to be wealthy. Let's bridge that two together. You do they credit. I do real estate. Boom, 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 boom. Now they partner and they run up a whole different bag that I never would have had access to because I, I'm leaning on my own knowledge. We don't collaborate. Some places do. Atlanta, Arizona, Arizona, especially in real estate. That's why everybody in Arizona is popping up. All of the big influential people that you watch on, on YouTube and all that stuff, they're in Arizona. Not all. Not saying all. Because I know I'm going to get people in here in the comments like da 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 I know, but I'm saying that people who've really been trailblazing this stuff, I'm talking about the start, right? Now it's branching out, but the start, the Sean Terry's, the Tom Crow's, the Brent Daniels, the 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 Pace Morby's, the, um, who was it, Josiah, the, um, uh, 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 I think I said Sean Terry already, uh, the, all of them people, it's Arizona. Carlos and Sal, uh, I can go on and on and on, you know what I mean? As far as real estate, but why? They they have that type of mindset. Wealthy people understand this mindset. Wealthy people understand this mindset. They build a community. They build a tribe. Lastly, one of the things that, that they really have is that this is the thing that I really liked, is that they're two feet in on what they're doing. Yeah, they're two feet in. They're not jumping around. Right. Like I said, they, they really have a they really have a line in the sand. of saying this is what I do. Right. This is what I'm going to specialize in. I'm not going to be doing Airbnbs and then I'm doing uh, medical supplies and then I'm, you know, trying to run this lounge over here and then I'm trying to do this and then I'm trying to do that all by myself. Right. All on my efforts. No, they're not doing that. They're saying, hey, this is my platform or this is my business first. Let me do this. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take money from this first business and go and build relationships with the people who are the best at what they do. And I'm a partner with them to do other businesses. Or I'm a partner with them to understand how I need to move forward with other business ventures. All right. So they say, hey, cool. I got a real estate company. I do wholesaling. That's what I'm going to stick to. That's the bread and butter. That's the baby. Maybe I do Airbnbs here. Maybe I do this here. Maybe I do that there. But real estate, that's my main thing. Wholesaling, that's my main thing. Let me stick on that until that is outsourced and I'm outside of that business. Now, let me take some money from that business. I don't know how to do Airbnbs, but you know what? I know this person over here does. Let me go to them and say, hey, can we partner on the first couple Airbnbs? Show me the game. Give me the ropes. And then now I got the system. I got the sauce. I got all of the years that they put in to learn Airbnb and I got all that knowledge in one year and they've been doing it for five or six. 
Now I go and I'll run up an Airbnb business. Same thing with Turo. Same thing with buying companies. Same thing with whatever franchising. Same thing with any of that stuff. It's all the same thing. You got to take it and say, hey, this is the first thing that I'm going to do. I'm not going to be all over the place when days are hard, when days are tough. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to take money from this and go and get other specialized people. That's what wealthy people do. They don't know shit. Wealthy people don't know shit. Wealthy people don't know anything. What wealthy, what wealthy people know is they know how to go get the people who knows what to do. That's all they do. They say, I'm going to spend my time doing my research, figuring out who really knows the strategy, the information, the business that I want to get into. I'm going to go and pay that person. I'm going to go and position myself. And then eventually I'm going to be able to do that business because I don't have to. Listen, man, y'all, this is the only shortcut, man. I'm telling y'all, this is the big. We learned a, a, a lot of stuff about podcasts. We learned a lot of all of that other shit. But I'm telling you, over more than that was the stuff that I'm telling y'all right now. I knew this already, but seeing it, seeing it, seeing it helped it sink in like, damn, this is how people were jumping this is how people are going faster. I keep trying to go off of my efforts. I keep spinning my wheels on my, what I'm doing in my mind, in my bubble, with my people, in my community, and my, these people are partnering with people and doing stuff global, all over, East Coast, West Coast, North Coast. I got a homie that live in, what? They buying houses outside the country. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, it's different, but it helped me release a limited mindset. The fact that it's okay. You need people. You don't have to do it yourself. This world was not created for you to do it yourself. Wealth is not created for you to do it alone. You don't become wealthy by doing it yourself. You know, no wealthy per all wealthy people understand this concept because if they don't understand this concept, they wouldn't be wealthy. I'm not talking about rich. You can get rich. I can fucking hit the lottery and then fucking be broke in three years. I'm talking about wealthy. People that's maintained wealth for a decent amount of time. Who's done really built businesses who continues to grow every year. Right? Where you see people, you're like, damn, I remember they was like this in 2020. Now they like that in 2023. Now they like that in 2025. You keep seeing that. They understand this. They understand it. If they lost all the money, they'd get it all back because of their relationships. But they two feet in with really diving deep on their shit. They know their numbers. When I was sitting next to David, when I was sitting next to Johnny, they knew their analytics. They knew how long it take for a post to go viral. They knew how many viral posts that they had that was over a million views. They knew what, how many episodes they had, where they were at. They knew the intricacies of it. They knew the, they, they knew the, the mics. They knew the cameras. They knew the lights. They knew how much the package was off of Amazon. They knew, uh, uh, um, they knew all this shit. They were they were two feet in, and they invested. David told me before they, and I'm gonna tell you some of the gems, right? I mean, I've been giving you gems, but some important things, you know, you had to pay for. You got to be in a room. You got to pay. So some things, you know, offer the strength of them. I'm not gonna expose, but I, I'll give y'all this. Before I leave, David 
paid think media while in his early stages, kind of like where we're at, where, you know, we're at right now, paid them to understand YouTube, to understand all of this other stuff. And then he started to gain traction with it, but he paid another company. Most of the people that you see, including us, because we're going to get there. Most of the people that you see, they didn't just get there. You didn't, could just, just because you just found them, that doesn't mean they just got there. They pay somebody to get that information to help them in their business. End of story. I'm looking at across the board from from us to any semi super successful person that I know, they pay for the information. End of story. The game is to be sold, not told and so and guess what Johnny paid David I'm not going to say what he did Johnny paid David for David to help Johnny get his podcast to the next level if it wasn't for Johnny taking that chance and paying David Johnny wouldn't have the podcast that you see him on with getting, you know, people from, you know, loving hip hop on there now. And really his stuff is starting to really take off. We would not see it. But he said, hey, David, get my shit together. What it take? Now what? I'm like, David. What's the ticket? What's the ticket? Help us get our shit together. David, what's the ticket? talking to David. I'm like, David, what's the ticket, man? Help us get our podcast to the next level. David's like, you know, we can, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm chilling. I'm chilling in the dinner. I'm chilling, right? And then it comes up again. It click in my head. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. You didn't come all the way here down to Dallas to not take your stuff to the next level. We serious about what we doing? David, what's the ticket? All right, cool. Let me see your podcast. Pulled it up, gave me some feedback. Say, hey, get with my assistant. Get with my assistant. I can help you. I know what we can do. Done deal. We're going to figure that out. And you're going to see us. We are going to have one of the biggest entrepreneur podcasts in this space. Um, period. We're going to grow. We're going to, you know, change with times. You are going to see our journey and you're going to be able to come back and see this episode and be like, damn, that's crazy. Like, wow. They really said that and they did it. So I want y'all to take this, take this all in, man. Rewatch this episode. Send it to somebody else that needs it. It's really on mindset, man. It's really saying, hey, if I got to travel, I got to go and travel. I'm willing to travel to go and get what I need to go to the next level. You got to pay that ticket. You got to pay that ticket. That is what it is. Get that out the window. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to run a Facebook ads myself. I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to do that. Hey, the sooner you get in the mindset of not doing it and saying, I need help. I need help. I need help. I don't know how to do it. I can't do it. I need help. 
That's the faster your business is going to grow. We hired two people last week. Like I said, person a person did uh, $22,000 in his first week. First week. He's bringing different ideas to me that I didn't even think of. His first week. First week. You don't, you don't know our systems. He's still in training. $22,000 this first week. So, guys, keep that in mind, man. That's what I learned from David and Johnny. Uh, Social Proof Podcast and Richard Unemployed Podcast, man. But if you got value out of this, Mogul's in the Making Podcast, share it with somebody. Um, you know, send it out to your friends. Make sure that you follow us on, like, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, subscribe, write us a review. Uh, we will be having an event July 19th here in downtown Indianapolis. It's going to be super dope. We're going to have live art. We're going to have a um, a live uh, saxophonist playing R&B and, you know, hip-hop music. We're going to have a panel of uh, different people speaking about real estate. We're going to have vendors there, food, you know, the first hour of the, uh, uh, the open bars on us. And, you know, a lot of people going to pull up and they're going to show out, man. We got tickets that's going on sale this week. Super cheap. We always over exceed the value. You know, we under promise and over deliver always, 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 man. We're going to have a dope time. So if you are interested in that, make sure that you shoot me a message or, you know, check the link below. We'll be able to hide that information for you one way or another. And just like that, we out.